That's weird, man. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, remember. All I'm offering is the truth. understand politics, you think you understand political parties, you're all full of crap, you don't know what the Illuminati is, you be Republican or you're Democrat, you're wrong! Why? It's this easy, it's called divide and conquer. That's why there's two parties and only two, and they're controlled by the same people at the very top who belong to the Council of Foreign Relations, the Bilderberger Group, they also belong to the Trilateral Commission, and you people don't even know what the hell that is. But if you did know, you would know that these are the people that control your world by making global policies that you never vote on and by which parties both serve and belong to these organizations and control your world. Now, here's how it works. Really easy. Divide and conquer can only work if the people that are divided are not aware of the falsely created division. If you're not aware of it, then it works. If you know about it, then it don't work no more. If you have socialism without capitalism, it becomes communism. If you have capitalism without socialism, it becomes fascism. And it's just that easy. I love you. That's all you need to know. That's why Masonic symbols are all over your freaking money. But you don't pay any attention. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. That dude's getting Dude, ass. if you can be a homeless guy at RenFest getting ass, that's the way to do it. Hey, man, you know? let me tell you something. That's I actually think, where I came from. That's where he found me. So. I don't think he's homeless. I think he's in costume. I think he's... No, no, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. He's like an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Complete, but, no, uh, I don't even think he's an actor. I just think he's like us. He's just gone off the deep end. He's, he's gone through the looking glass, and he can't look back anymore. Well, when you're an actor, and then you do that kind of shit, I feel like you're... Uh, you're like, oh, I can use my powers for good now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like empowers the fight a bit, you know? Oh, that's cool, man. I, um, that guy, uh, I saw that the first time. Um, and we, well, yeah, please. But I saw that the first time uh, a few months ago. I probably sent it to you the first. I send it to you every time I see it. Yeah, yeah. So if you look on our thread, there's like at least seven or eight times I sent you that exact. Hey, man, that's a tasty looking ginger ale you got there. Well, you know me. I have to have ginger ale before every podcast. Uh, you know, for some people, it's uh, that demon water. You know, yeah. which I realize was starting to explain some of the comedian's behavior as of late. But uh, you know. <laughs>
ginger ale keeps the shakes away, doesn't it? You start seeing the eye. You know, yeah, that's that's a, cool and you have a trimmer. A doctor told me I had a trimmer years ago, so that's that's what I blame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck's going on here? I was born an old man. We've gotten into this. Yeah, I was born yeah. with back problems. I was born with all kinds of. You was the we used the white yeah, boy yeah. with the Benjamin Button. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna turn this away from the camera. Wait, does that mean that I uh, I get the ladies when I get start hey, looking really right gross? Right around 35, you're gonna turn into Brad Pitt. That's some good there shit. You go. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm aging backwards. It's a pretty white boy right there. Trying to get that Brad Pitt money, you know. He was from Missouri. Was Brad Pitt's so handsome. He went no, to my school, by the way. Brad Pitt is so handsome that nobody thinks it's gay to call Brad Pitt handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a certain level where men are like, well, I'm not gay yeah, or nothing, but, you know, nothing. that'd be. I'd like to look like that. Oh, we know? don't even have to say it. It doesn't make anybody <laughs> gay to say that, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. It's, it's just what it is. Like, goddamn. I don't think any guy's like, unless you're part of, like, the, the fat acceptance movement, you're like, oh, you know, I'd prefer to have a six-pack if all, <laughs> you know. Those people. The fat acceptance. Yeah. That's that's my team. See, we have to represent both halves of society. So I'm not even pro fat. I'm just like, hey, I'm fat. I might as well lean into it. I look you know? at you like a, like a former pro athlete that just got kind of like shot out and doesn't work out anymore. Yeah, still there. I'm like that football player that never played football and got real fat. Yeah, it's awesome. kind of like that team situation. Manager. Yeah, team, yeah. team manager. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> manager. <laughs> well, uh, welcome back to another episode, guys. Welcome back to another episode of That's Weird Man. That's it's the Weird Comedy Man. and Curiosity podcast with uh, Jacob Hayes. And Khalil Ali Tomlin That's right. Esquire. Ooh. Ooh, okay. We're adding some. Okay, I need to get some. I'm actually Lord Hayes. No. <laughs> Dude, Esquire <laughs> means fucking like lawyer. I, well, I, I mean, I wrote my own appeal once, so mm -hmm. I'm kind of a lawyer. That's pretty cool. I, gotta I, I won. That's the way to do it. I wrote my own writ of habeas corpus and won. And actually, you can Google cool. my name, Khalil Ali Tomlin, versus the state of California, mm -hmm. or vice versa. And you can see where I wrote my own shit, and mm -hmm. and actually, people have cited my case and and won their appeals and gotten. I'm actually in case law now. I'm all, That's so fucking cool, dude. And dude, you didn't have law experience before that, right? That's so you just kind of no. I just can, I watched you know? uh, I watched a lot of lawyer shows, <laughs> a lot of Law and Order. I was like, I bro, got this. <laughs> no, no, like Law and Order, dude. Nothing, nothing. Like, dude, I grew up on L.A. Law. I'm old, fucking Corbin Burns. Oh, yeah. bro. I'm 43. That's some rough TV. I, I mean, I'm sure there's some good stuff, but like when I watch that shit at my age or my generation, we look at the stuff. I'm like, man, it's a lot of heavy shit. Dude, you yeah. know. Remember in the Cosby Show, fucking Bill Cosby's wife in the show was a fucking lawyer. So I was like, she can. Oh, do yeah. it. I can sure that made us all like, hey, I could be a lawyer. I think Cosby is a perfect example of how you can do a lot of good and a lot of bad in one life. You know, like Pope don't have heroes, Bill man. Cosby. Well, you know, when you're talking about Doctor Cosby, <laughs> <laughs> people used to really do that before all the rape stuff. People used to like black people would check. Did he you get a doctorate or an honorary? Yeah, or it, he got a doctorate, and and somebody's telling me it's well, from what I saw from the super super. Fucking leftist. What's that idiot's name? I don't like him at all. Kamu Bell. I am not a fan. I, oh, I think so. I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah. not like wishing bad on him. Mm -hmm. and I, I'm not wishing for anybody else not to like him because I don't like him. Yeah. I hope he makes all the fucking money in the world. That another rich black man ain't hurting nothing. I just he ain't he ain't my favorite because he's just too woke. Like I don't like the the super woke comedy. I don't like it. I don't like the super. I mean you because. Part of it is being offensive, and you're really only being offensive to people with common sense. It's yeah. like he's pro everything that's like kind of absurd or started off as absurd and might and might be like accepted now. Mm -hmm. you know, that's his whole thing. I saw a stand-up special with him, and and I want to say he directed and produced. Uh, uh, I guess I'm plugging it now. Uh, there's a special on Showtime called uh, "We Need to Talk About Cosby." That's literally the name of it. I think I saw a bit of that. 
And he's so woke that the sexual therapist, the sexual behavioral therapist, who's like the the um, the expert mm-hmm. during the thing is like and God bless her. She is morbidly obese. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, I put it like this. If she lost 100 pounds, yeah, yeah. she'd still be technically obese. Mm-hmm. Okay. If she lost like 100 and a quarter, mm-hmm. she'd still be obese. Not like yeah. overweight. She'd still be obese. Like, And God bless her. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Well, you've seen that photo, right, of back in the day? of like uh, It's like the world's fattest man in like just 100 years ago. And he's like the average... Not average dad, but almost the average the dad average at like dad your, you know, Wisconsin. when you're picking up kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, it's the cheese curds guy. You know, he's, he's a Packers the, fan. You he's know, the average Minnesotan. It's not even funny though. It's, uh, the cheese curds are. I, I get, I get why you got y'all get fat. Okay, you know, they, they literally just drink beer, eat cheese curds, watch football. I, I hated it as a kid seeing that kind of stuff, but when you get older, you're like, you know, it is the little things in life. You know, my brother actually played for the Minnesota Twins. Oh, that's cool. He got signed by them out of high school. He was, I believe, he was in uh, uh, Mauer. Okay. He was in his wedding. Like they're good yeah, yeah. friends. The kid, the kid's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I think they were roommates. They're real tight. But uh, yeah, the, the people from that part of the country are, are they're a heftier bunch. But I I didn't I didn't know that. But I guess it's with the invention of processed foods that, that would have had to have been the difference because nobody could have been like my six hundred pound life back when you actually had to grow or catch your own food. There no. ain't no shot. No. No, that came unless you were like can. the king of Hawaii or something because you're eating pineapples all day. I'm I'm convinced that you know the powers that be, the guys, the guy, the little mm-hmm. little chocolate man in the because he looks chocolate. I know he's a white man. Who are you talking he, about? The guy in the video, the little the little guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He the looks like guy. a little yeah, chocolate yeah. candy. Yeah, yeah. You would get it like ew, this is something melted on Easter. Like, like he he breaks out of the, the Christmas presents or real something. Real shit. It's yeah. like he's literally being so deep that nobody's tripping on the fact that he's in blackface he's in total blackface i've seen Nobody that clip cared. so many times it, it wasn't until you said it i was like oh, i guess you know like well you've seen those tanning competitions where they like will dye the rest of their body but then not the face it's like what are we doing here <laughs> and you know they're spraying downstairs too just to fucking you know get some more dms on tinder and shit you know bro or whatever the fuck man, you're uh, using my my my, my kid's mom my, she's fair She's Hispanic, but she's fair. Mm. And she used to go through all these little things like, uh, basically, I always made a lot of money, mm. and she didn't work at all. So she went out and did all kind of fun shit and probably dated and shit while I was at work every night. I used to work from 5 to 5. I made like 10 grand a month, but mm. I worked from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. Oh, okay. And she had this whole social life separate from me. But mm. she, one of her things she got into was tanning. This goofy yeah. bitch in the two. 2015s was going to tanning beds and then she found she saw an episode of Snooky and Wow, and then she started rubbing bronzer on herself and shit was every fucking wear yeah. and it, it was so absurd it was just the most absurd thing I've ever seen I blame reality TV Jersey Shore Kardashians for all the, that kind I of I blame shit, the Kardashians know? for so much and and I promise you the multiverse is real and there's a parallel universe where those bitches are being tortured every second of every day. You smoked your DMT yet for this part of the podcast? I, actually, I hit something <laughs> in the bed of the truck on the way over. Uh, but uh, <laughs> So let's get into it. Uh, the Matrix, okay? It's the beginning uh, for a lot of people of, of waking up or awakening or uh, you know realizing everything's bullshit or whatever. Um, the red pill, the blue pill. Um, I don't know if, I, if I've shared with you my, uh, my Klaus Schwab impression on this. You know, Have you heard the song yet? No, I don't think I've heard the song or sang the song for you. I'd, I'd like to hear it. 
It's short. It's sweet. Um, but yeah, I picture this, you know, New World Order ad campaign, UMass, you know, broadcast this like uh, V for Vendetta and all the TVs, you know. Hello and welcome back to the New World Order. I am your host, uh, Klaus Anel Schwab, uh, the lizard spokesperson. Um, uh, we've prepared, prepared a little musical number for you today. Uh, go something like this. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Frank Sinatra. Start spreading the news. <laughs> Start getting the digital IDs. <laughs> We're one great big part of it. The new world order. Oh, man, so that's my ringtone now. Those are some evil dudes, man. Oh yeah. There's an episode of The Simpsons from back in the day, and it's uh, it's Montgomery Burns like doing his cackle, and he's <laughs> dying laughing at something horribly like inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. And Bart goes, he looks at him, and he goes, uh, "That is one evil dude." Yeah, Homer. yeah. And Homer goes, "He's not that evil," but he's like, but every time I see somebody that's true, like. I don't think Bill Gates is evil the way Carl Schwab is evil or the Rothschild family is evil or the Rockefellers are evil. They're different evil. Oh. How so? I, I like different levels? They're they're way different levels. Oh, okay. I think that uh who are we talking about originally? Not Schwab. Cl- uh uh. We were talking about the Matrix and Schwab. The Matrix and Schwab. Where we go? Where and we you go? said you, you mentioned Bill Gates. Oh yeah. yeah. Bill Gates is more of like he's like the Joker evil. Bill Gates was a nerd. He probably has Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Probably, like he's oh, li- oh, some form of something. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely yeah. on the spectrum um, as far as autism goes. He does that shaking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely yeah. on the spectrum. Um, he he's probably sev- severely autistic, and and has just been trained to talk in front of people because I, I saw that shit yeah yeah that's dude i've been in the fucking room getting interviewed while i was under arrest for murder and i wasn't doing all that shit that guy Dang. was on a good one like, yeah, i was yeah, just yeah. kind of like fuck yeah I'm not going yeah. to work today gotta <laughs> 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 cancel some appointments but no uh, but i think he's like i think stuff i think i think the world made him evil mm-hmm. just how matter of factly he talked about the fact that there's too many people here and that we could do something about it. And he didn't mean like... He did a TED Talk on how, oh, it's, yeah. there's too many people. Like, yeah. if he had a German accent, he would have been <laughs> fucking... <laughs> you know, see, the Germans get a bad rap because... There's good Germans. Because they went to war with the world twice. Yeah. And that'll piss people off. And I get it. I, I think some survived for sure, but I, we killed a lot of the bad ones, you know. Not all of them, but I think we, we killed a good chunk. I think know? we were on the same side as them. Well, well, with the scientific side of them, I think so for sure. But, oh no, I mean, I agree. I think there's definitely more going on. I don't view it as, you know, Hitler didn't die in a bunker. No way. Well, he for sure went to South America, if not Antarctica. He for so. sure didn't buy and die in that bunker, and yeah. I'll leave it at that. And I'd also like to say that I have a grandfather who was born like in 1919 or 1918, mm-hmm. and and he fought in World War II. He was in the Pacific Theater, but he fought in World War II, and he played Negro League baseball. And this is somebody like. He died of Alzheimer's. He had, you know, the compl- he just kind of deteriorated from that. But before that, he was a man of few words, but they were so poignant. And you always listen. I always listened when he talked because he didn't talk that much. Mm-hmm. But when he talked, it was awesome. And every now and again, he would bring up shit. And when I tell you, man, he said, man, them Germans, he said, like, they would listen to it on the radio. It wasn't mm-hmm. TV. They'd sit around the radio and said, every day you turn on the radio and the fucking Hitler done marched through another country. And, and it was like, Nobody here was ever worried about him coming here, mm. ever. 
nobody here, it's fucked up to say it, nobody here expressed any care about what he was doing to the Jewish population that he was coming across. They didn't care. Well, yeah, the times, the establishment. They didn't care. A lot of that sentiment was shared here in Mm -hmm. corporate America, in the military, politically. Mm -hmm. There's just certain things just went unsaid. But a lot of that sentiment was shared. And and you could see that if you just don't go by history books. Literally, what I do is I go by literature from the time period I want to learn about. And mm-hmm. if you really want to see what people thought about different people at a certain time, fucking, if you want to go back to like the 18, late, late 1800s and shit, read fucking uh, Dostoevsky, bro. Yeah. Read, read shit like that. Read War and Peace. Read shit like that. Mm-hmm. Read uh, Crime and Punishment. You'll be like, oh, this was just normal talk. This is just how people talked in this part of Europe about these people, these certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's fucked up. But I think that, I think that's why the, it, black folks talk about everything different and old OG black dudes back in the day that actually fought in the war they all told me like they didn't give a fuck what they was doing about to the not, to the Jews they didn't give a fuck about the countries they were invading hmm. once you decide the Blitzkrieg is what fucked y'all up once y'all decided to attack Mother England because to be completely honest I call it Mother England because that's what it is that's that's really home we're we're still an outpost I know it, it seems like we're separate but we're not like I was saying, the shit in the yeah. courts with the robes and all the, the flag with the... Uh, it's a different flag. It's not the same colors we raised. It's got some kind of weird shit on it. It's... it's it's uh, They're still treated as, like, uh, crowned... Colonies of the crown kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but, but according to, like, the way procedure is written and, like, law is a different language, like, it technically kind of still is. Like mm-hmm. I was saying before, like, just that same invading force that Great Britain was, mm-hmm. once Great Britain came to the Americas and decided, well fuck whatever else is going on there this is our shit now yeah and then we spread west it just became the same force so internationally we just became in england here right we became england separated we're here and it's the exact same thing like mm-hmm. we've now i was talking to somebody about this yesterday like we've never left any place we fought a war in even the wars we didn't win we're still in korea mm-hmm. we didn't win korea we're still there we we bombed the shit out of japan we beat the fuck out of the nazis there's army and air force bases all over germany there's a giant fucking Marine Corps bed, naval base in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't leave anywhere we fight. We don't leave anywhere we win, mm-hmm. and period. Yeah. So America, in 247, 48 years, basically annexed the entire world that Western Europe hadn't already annexed. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's the same. It's tough because on the ground level, it's like, especially when I meet, like, people from Europe, they have a tendency of, like, uh, Oh well, you guys are the free country. So when you when the U.S. does these things, like oh, you all agreed to it or voted for it, it's it's way more of like a, you know, like we talk about the pyramid and all that shit, where it's like no, it's re- it really is just like the the people who are at the top, where they have the most access to all the compartmentalized information, who are directing things. Yeah. And then you know the guy who's going to serve is like no, I'm just being patriotic. You know, so it's it's crazy how you can see. People, everybody's like doing things for the, you know, it's like the road to hell is paved with a million good intentions kind of a thing where it's just like, uh, that's why you do have to kind of step back at a certain point and go, am I working at an organization or for a government or whatever? Like, what's the the end result? If it's not good, then that has to be, you know, factored into the the equation more. So do you think if it's not good, it has to be bad? There's degrees of... 
well, severity of badness. Yeah, mm-hmm. the good and evil things is, is its own whole thing. I think fundamentally it's, you know, people talk about principles, you know. I don't think you can just have whatever your principles are. I think there are, you know, things I look at as like spiritual or God's law I think is the same as, as natural law. So you don't have to be religious to be a moral person per se, but the tenets of that are from the same thing, you know, yeah. that same inclination. And yeah. it's when people try to play God or think, oh, I don't, I don't have to be bound by these restrictions because it's a, it's a setback. Because that's literally how psycho, what makes psychopaths psychopaths. They'll meet somebody and they go, oh, you're polite or you're nice or you have resources I can extrapolate. They have to uh, abuse you because that's their way of saying, well, see, I'm, I'm smarter than you. And therefore, you know, to them, it's, it's – uh, it would be a sin almost not to do it. You know what I mean? Because it's it, that's that evolutionary Darwinian thinking where it's like, oh, it's 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 literally survival of the fittest. And I hate that kind of philosophy. I think I, it's I, very dangerous. I, I, it is. I've been to prison and I've been to like the service and I've been in the private sector, mm-hmm. and that shit is evil is subjective. Evil is subjective, and and people decide they pick and choose what they decide is evil, or or good or bad at the time. I do think that all the, the 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 moral compass that's kind of like encouraged and is common in several religions, whether mm-hmm. it's Judeo-Christian or Far East, it's kind of like the same principle of right living and right you know right behavior. That whole thing, yeah. Upright. yeah. So so I, I believe I believe that, that is true. Like one hundred percent, but where the matrix is involved. <laughs> Is that the entire construct that we've all agreed upon is 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 based on nothingness and justified evil? I would say do, as well. Where it's like, well, I'm getting paid for it, or well, it's the that's sim, my boss. The Sims mm-hmm. are now making their own the Sims mm-hmm. simulation. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, yeah. have you seen that episode of Rick and Morty about the microverse, the tiny yeah, yeah, verse? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, the minute it did that. I had a flashback to that scene when he goes, "Wait, you're from another universe that he made, and mm-hmm. then, and and you're from the universe that I made, the universe I was making when my dad died, and I was too busy to go to the funeral. Like all <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. real at once, and so all like of it's sudden, all relative. Yeah, 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 yeah. all of a sudden yeah. I go, oh, I've wasted so much time and energy on shit that might not even be real at all. Mm. Well, it's the I think off. the experience is relative." Uh, I don't think I still think there's immutable laws of nature and things like that, even with human behavior. I really do believe that. But I do account for, you know, for example, you could have a really good religion for a generation to expect it to be good and serve the community and hold up to its ideals past a certain amount of time is naive because we see that with every human institution where it degrades. So, you know, I think there is a lot of good with a lot of different religions. I don't mean that. To me, that doesn't make it like, oh, it's all the same. But I, you know, I love studying comparative religion and different stuff like that. Because that's, even if even if you're not trying to, like, convert or change your beliefs, that's, it gives you context for, well, this is the, the history and the culture that I come from. Why do we believe, what we, you know what I mean? Rather than just going, okay, we're, I'm accepting it all, you know? Do you notice that in every society it doesn't change until society itself splinters from, okay, Society starts. So so we'll, we'll start with the Petri Dish Society. The Lisa Simpson, my, I put my, my dirty tooth in a fucking Petri Dish. And, <laughs> and now people, okay, so we got that. And they got nothing. And then all of a sudden they got this religion, this moral code based on something I left on the TV and they heard, right? Oh, I see. So, yeah, so, yeah. so now that's what they got. Like in Men in Black when yeah. he opens up the, 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 yeah, the, locker. the locker. So yeah. now the whole, it's all on this triangle. And the whole triangle is living 
according to the moral code they heard me watching on a rerun of fucking Rick two and, and a half men yeah, yeah. or some shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So oh, curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. So so now we worship Larry David. Now yeah. they're worshiping Larry David, the whole shit. And yeah. the entire culture though. Mm-hmm. And so but there's always gonna be dissent, right? Mm-hmm. And when the dissenters actually get big enough in numbers, what happens is the society actually what we know as popular society, the society that's recorded historically separates from the institution that provided this moral code. Mm-hmm. Perfect example of Christian countries all of a sudden having a separation between it. Like mm-hmm. there's no God in school. Anything that's state run, because mm-hmm. it's the state, so there's separation of church and state. So anything that's state run, anything that's government run, there can be no religion involved in it at all. But it doesn't never starts that way. Mm-hmm. It builds up and it degrades into that. Yeah. Well, that's the whole argument for, and I've I've heard a lot of interesting arguments around this subject because that's the the push of our time is can you have a, a, a successful country or whatever with multiculturalism? No. Not necessarily. Yeah, exactly. No. Because to me, you can have everything else be different, right? You can have people from all over the world, different whatever, even different religions. But if there's not some shared philosophy, the Constitution. Bill of Rights, Ten Commandments, whatever. No society in history has ever survived for any length of time without that. You have to bind people through something. That's where the government can go, hey, you know, oh, we could use this to propagandize it. People do it with religion. They'll do it with other things. To me, that doesn't negate that there isn't, like, an ideal. The ideal still exists, but man is corrupt as fuck if you're in power. You know what I mean? And so it becomes this interesting thing where, speaking of perceptions, where it's like, you know, I'm sure – a lot of people, if they got outside of whatever you want to call reality, they might go, oh, so there's no God, there's no anything or whatever. It's like, well, maybe. Or even if aliens like affected our history, right? It's like, but... Maybe. The, the, you, yeah, exactly. You have the side who's completely and 100% this is what it is and the other side that won't entertain it at all. Yeah. It's the medium. is The middle people are the people that really make the... Yeah. I mean, my philosophy is whatever God is, is much more of a spiritual, supernatural force that allows everything to unfold. And then evil is this coercive force. It's literally, you know, whether it's Saturn or death or whatever depiction, you realize evils in one way or another trace back to death. Uh, yeah, not yeah. to do a Bible deep dive, but that's kind of the way the Bible talks about it. Like, what is Christ? He's the truth, the life, and the way. And 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 Satan is literally, he brought death and, and sin into the world, right? So it's this concept of, even if you're not Judeo-Christian, these kinds of, this dichotomy, uh, uh, what's that one uh, religion? <laughs> Zoroastrianism, I was about to say, Zoltarianism. Fuck, dude, you know, that, that, that was a precursor yeah, yeah. to Judaism. You went way back. Yeah, yeah. You went back to like Assyria. I know a lot of shit. I like shit. to time travel. So. <laughs> this is why we, see, this is why we're friends. It's because it, it all spawned from, this, this, this well, first of all, this kid is a kid. He's a kid almost. Not 17, I don't know what you're saying you, here. What year, what year were you born? Uh, 1995, yeah. I was biologically old enough to have this kid. So- I'm actually his, his long lost son. Socially, I was getting no pussy in 1995. And all the homies that's watching this, you niggas wasn't getting no pussy in 95 either. <laughs> except for Cool Whip, because that nigga was light-skinned. So he was getting it. He had the that's the eyes. coolest nickname he, I've ever heard. Oh, you got to meet my, that's my boy. I kind of so, want to steal that, though, because yeah, I'm, I'm kind of cool with it. Make a short of his name in it, because he really supports it. <laughs> okay, shout out. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out Whip, Jason Moses. Oh, yeah. that's, Moses. A, that's an awesome that's nickname, the, dude. That's, that's awesome. So, no, but like, but yeah, so, so, technically, so, so that's why, so our, our points of view, this kid is so much younger than me. He knows so much shit. 
the way we became friends is because we're both comedians. We do stand-up comedy. You don't mind me doing this, do you? No, 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 I appreciate it. We do stand-up comedy. Praise me more. And yeah. and we, we, we met uh, at, at, a, at a showcase, at a comedy showcase. I did I did six or seven minutes. I think I was really, the night I met you, I think I was kind of on a little bit, and he let me run long. Mm-hmm. So I might have got like eight minutes the day you met me. But this kid goes up there, this kid, this, forgive me, this 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 pasty kind of chubby kid. He's awesome. Millennial though. pasty chubby man. Yeah, like like he definitely has a job that has to do with computers and being indoors, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the the space camp kid. <laughs> I'm the I'm the monkey they shot into space, and this is me coming back to Earth. The, the space camp kid reintegrating goes up on stage and does, in in my opinion, and my best friend Lo. Uh, Lo's having a little baby. Shout out to Lo. Major, Major, his son. He's having a son. I know, yeah, yeah, awesome. that's so awesome. Ma- so they got Major, he, yeah. he already oh, yeah. named it, but he's, he'll be yeah, here yeah. soon. Like, hey, congrats! Fuck around. I gotta call him every day to make sure. But he, uh, he and I, it was a weird crowd because we were in Hollywood, and it was like it was like a weirdo crowd that night. But Lo and I were losing our shit because this kid's up here telling jokes about the Trilateral Commission and the Bilderberg Group, and and and. Uh, Nobody's safe with me. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like really going in. Uh, you might have mentioned Moloch that night. I mean, he was on one. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And and this is my best friend since I was five. And we basically lived the same, well, not the same life, but we, we kind of traveled like the same path with mm-hmm. the, our behavior and the shit we did until we were about 20. And then just, and you know, he works in law enforcement now. And he always tells mm-hmm. me, man, you know, you, you would have been Alonzo. Alonzo mm-hmm. is, is Denzel Washington's character from Training Day. Okay. Like yeah, it, yeah, great movie. Had yeah, I yeah, yeah. had I made yeah. it and and not become a felon basically mm-hmm. and become a cop, oh, there'd definitely be a movie about. Oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That line, do you want to go to jail or you want to go home? It just makes so much sense to me. It's just yeah, so. Yeah. It makes so much sense. It's like, why is that even an argument? Why yeah. are we talking about this? Of course, I want to go home. Here, mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and that's what I would just. I would have just. I would have robbed every drug dealer in the in a, in Los Angeles. That movie, I I couldn't believe when I saw. I think I saw it like when I was in college, and I was like, "This is one of the best films I've ever seen." But, yeah, but, but we both agreed. He didn't say it first, but we both agreed that I would have been Alonzo. Yeah, yeah. And everything yeah. worked out the way it was That's supposed. That's so to. funny. Sometimes he gets on my head because I have these fluctuations where I'll be doing something, and financially it'll be great, and then I'll have other times when it's not so. But I'm, a, I'm whatever, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, "Man, why don't you? Why don't you go back to?" And I always tell him. Everybody is exactly where they're supposed to be right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's doing exactly what they're supposed to do at this moment right now. Yeah. You got to go through a learning phase sometimes. You know? I, I'm not a person who follows a script or a plan or like the rules and you do this and you do this and you do this and my father taught me this and I do that. Mm-hmm. No, I literally go like that feather at the beginning of Forrest Gump. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> go where the wind fucking takes me. I go where opportunity takes me. I go where chance takes me. And, dude, I have the most colorful life of anybody you know for sure. You don't know anybody that's been in a in as diverse places as I have. No. no and thrived. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I went so far left. Where did I start with that? Oh, uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, – uh, so we, we, we got into how we met. But uh, originally we were talking about the Matrix. Okay, so, so, yeah, so Lo was there. We'll and circle then, back. Don't and, you worry. And this kid is doing a whole fucking <laughs> yeah. six, seven, eight minutes. Maybe ten on fucking conspiracy theory shit that's going over the head conspiracy of this truth shit. Hollywood crowd that's in there. Like we're we're literally the only people who didn't go home and change our clothes to go there. We literally showed up in what we were wearing. Like, we, and we listened to this kid 
I still got some laughs, though. I don't hey, you got quite a few laughs. You got a bunch of laughs from me and Lo. They're like, and, this kid's insane. <laughs> and we were cracking up laughing. And afterwards, I have this 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 eye. The little homie calls it the eye for greatness. Mm. He can look at a screw and go, that's a 13 millimeter. Have you a 13 millimeter? We, <laughs> call, it awesome. the, we call it the eye, for, matrix, for, for greatness. And I had it with you because there's a, a, a universe running parallel to this where I'm basically like, Jimmy Iovine level. I'm like, I'm like, Weinstein level without all the rape. I'm like that level <laughs> without the gut. Yeah, I'm like that almost. I'm like that. Let's level. be honest. I'm probably Weinstein in the other universe. But no, no, no okay. I'm saying there's a level <laughs> parallel to ours. It's not far off. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like the man, where I could see shit and say, "Oh man, that's awesome." Mm-hmm. And like, and I saw it with you, and I go, "Oh, he just needs his own audience. These people are idiots. That was gold." It was like fucking Kenny Baggett. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Like, well, and I knew it was a risk with LA audiences, and I'm trying to do stuff that's more relate universal. But you uh, can't do that in middle America. You yeah. have to do your set on a coast. You can't do conspiracy shit, you, or Arizona, New Mexico. I, no, I actually, I actually think it's the opposite. I really? think. Oh no, without question. Like people don't realize, uh, middle America has its own versions of like, oh, it's caught in its old worldview. But the average middle America person, I think, is uh, not that they would like, oh. I agree with everything this kid's saying, but I think they would be interested by it. You know, I think they would actually be open to it. Whereas L.A., I think L.A. is a little bit more of like, like I used to call them the burrito comics. Like everything's got to be about weed and burritos, you know, and I'm not against that. But because I smoke weed, I there was a good stretch where all (laughs) comedy out of L.A. was weed and microwave burrito comedy. Yeah, it's that kind of shit. It was from Pauly Shore all the way to like. I'm gonna say like, oh six, yeah, oh seven, right. fucking uh, my man, uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg. He died because he just went too far. He was shooting fucking heroin, but mm-hmm. he he came out here, started getting put on TV shows. Yeah. He was doing stand up shit. He fell right into the Hollywood trap. Somebody gave him a balloon of heroin. No more Mitch Hedberg. Damn. I'm talking about immediately before he was even super popular. He was he's like Patrice O'Neill. Mm-hmm. More popular in death than Patrice O'Neill was so awesome. He would have amassed the biggest fuck. He'd be he he could have never been booked and billed the same way a uh, Kevin Hart is or one of those kind of comedians because mm-hmm. of his look. But he absolutely would have been a household name had he lived just like a few more years. Yeah, yeah. I think he died in 2011. I discovered him in like 2013. I discovered him. I was going through relationship issues and you know shit you type into youtube so i'm listening to these podcasts these relationship podcasts and an old one pops up and it's called the cult of black philip yeah yeah. which is a play on dr phil Mm -hmm. there's literally this one guy who feels like if i could save one guy Mm -hmm. from a toxic fucked up bitch i i I saved the world right and so he would really give you game and he was giving you game from a big funny looking fat motherfucker he wasn't even like a good you know he wasn't giving you like the world according to Shamar Moore. Like, I'm just this pretty man, and this is how the world treats No, he was like, you know, I'm like, I'm so fat, it's killing And it did kill him. I'm so fat, it's killing me, and I look like this, and and I'm from the hood in Boston, and whoop-de-whoop. And, but he, he figured it out because I, I see some of myself in him. There's certain guys that no matter, I'm not like, I don't check off the boxes that chicks are, you know, sure. that are, when they're, when they're 
15 and they're when i grow up i want to have a husband that's this and this i'm in like three of those and most of them are the things that i do I got like one <laughs> yeah. and most of them are like the things that i actually do for you yeah. like i love you and i'm attentive and i can fix things around the house and then that's it but like the whole tall dark and handsome i'm like i'm like medium brown short i'm i'm okay looking i do okay but it's but i do good with women i i, I made up for all the other shit you got mm-hmm. those guys who actually are tall dark and handsome and they're they're bullshit they got nothing else they're oh, just, yeah, yeah. They're just a, a, a mannequin standing there. Just a good-looking mannequin fucking standing there. They contribute nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you know, everybody develops according to, I guess, what, what we get naturally. That's how we do That's how we develop. Well, some people, a lot of people are in the rush to, like, you know, play house, do the whole thing. I get it. Um, but I think you have to think, like, am I just being the cog in the wheel? You know, I've talked about this with friends because I used to have people – which is weird because I'd basically be the guy being like, no, you should follow your dreams and you know, be an entrepreneur and stuff. And everybody would be like, you know, Jake, most people can't do that because they have to do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. I'm not necessarily talking. I'm not looking down upon the nine to five jobs. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, I was like, I always wanted to act and write and be a storyteller and, uh, you know, comedy. I always was a lover of comedy. I didn't know if I would ever have a chance to do it. You know, it was more from the acting world. Uh, so it's been great to actually get into it, you know, work on sketches, do stand-up jokes and stuff like that. But it would it would really bother me. I think that's what you run into more than anything in the Midwest is the, because there's a strong sense of responsibility, especially as a dude. It's like, well, you got to be financially responsible, all that shit. So it's a lot more of like uh, be... And I kind of get it because it's kind of like the dad approach of like, well, be grounded, you know, build yeah. something that you can actually do. But the problem is the system's falling apart, right? Like people who did what they did, you know, like our parents' generation could have done the college, yeah. get the job our, thing. Our we parent, can't. Our know? parents' generation. Um, so we're talking about the baby boomers. Yeah. They could have, in a major city, in the '80s, bought a house for less than a hundred thousand dollars that's now worth several hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I can't. I don't know what the fuck minimum wage was back then. I'm usually me and my dad. I get drunk and me and my papa was talking up. He tells me all this different shit about back in the day. But minimum wage, as compared to what uh, things cost, mm-hmm. was drastically different. Like my father worked at General Motors. He was like 18, 19 years old. He worked at General Motors on an assembly line. Oh, he might have worked at Chrysler. Yeah. On an assembly line. Mm-hmm. And he drove a new Corvette. That's unthinkable. He had a kick-ass apartment not far from the beach down south in South Bay, and he drove a fucking Corvette. Like, this is how it was. Mm. And, and like, it's so... The cost of living, just the regular cost of living compared to what the average worker is making Mm -hmm. is, like, night and day. So I I used to feel really bad when people from that generation would look down on me for, you know, the certain things I would do that, you know, you you should be, but you're this age. When I was Mm -hmm. your age, I've heard that so many times from, like, my father, my uncles, other men that are older, like, shit, how old are you? Mm-hmm. Like, when I was your age, I had whoop de whoop de whoop and my kids was yeah. whoop and I'm like, Yeah, but you know, your father bought a house for twelve thousand dollars and then you know what I'm saying? So Well, and like my generation, I think that's why so many millennials can't wake up like we've been in the stew of it the whole time. Like, people who were, like, uh, alive and cognizant and socially adaptable before So you're a internet, millennial. You know? Yeah, it's, I think, between, like, 89 and then 2000 or something what like that. What the fuck? So what the... I think like so. I'm not, I I've heard a lot of different breakdowns, so it just kind of depends. I'm 1980, so whoever's watching... You should be X, I think. Like, my sister's My Gen, sister's Gen X, and she was born in 1970. Well, I think each Kurt one is Cobain like a 15 It's or seven. 20. A generation oh, of seven okay. is defined seven. by seven years. Oh, okay. So there's no way me and my sister could possibly be in the same generation. Right. 
She's a for sure a Gen Xer. That's Cobain in them. That's their generation. That's the ones who are the the first lap or the first go round of kids from the baby boomers. Yeah. And then we're the second go round of kids from the baby. Yeah. We're, we're the ones who the baby boomers had as adults or somebody's divorced and now they're having a second family. Yeah. That was my generation. Mm-hmm. You got to be under that. You're something else. Well, no, I think technically we were called millennials when I was in high school. We were called millennials when I was in college. I, at least by the second year of college, though, it was like Gen Z is the new one coming up. So I don't know the yeah, exact yeah, yeah. line, but we're kind of near Because that, somebody you know. told me the other day I was a millennial. and they, I was like, how the fuck is that no, possible? No. You have a youthful energy to you, but you're not, <laughs> you're not a Well, no, I said, well, just well, explain that to me. They go, well, basically the generation you, you, you're in, the name of it is from like when you came of age. So mm-hmm. I would have come of age. I'd have been 20. I was born in 1980, so I'd have been 20 years old at the millennium shift to, mm. to, to 2000. So I kind of got that, and I kind of ran with it, but everything you look up is different. It describes it different. That's why I don't give myself any kind of name. I'm just... Social sciences, sciences are kind of... It's based you know, on bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's almost of, like yeah. astrology. Oh, I love it when, when women start talking about science. It's my favorite thing oh my in gosh. the world. It's really it's everyone talking about this. I'm going to start playing that game, though. It's, it's like, like the only way to date out here. It's, it's just like, like, oh, I'm a Leo. What are you? No, no, you know, I'll hang like, out with you, fuck. and we'll talk about uh, William Cooper and the mm-hmm. Bilderberg Group, and then I'll hang out with a woman, and she'll tell me how her last boyfriend was a cancer, and we have the same birthday, and that's <laughs> weird. And, like, I don't really know if I should fuck with you. And, and, I was, and I'm like... See, we have the cooler religion by far. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bitch, you are goofy. You need to go talk to Jesus yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. You got life fucked up. You're off. No, I'm just, you know, you, because I can't base the decisions I make about people that I do business with or have relationships with on what month and day they were born. Right. That's, that's so far into the realm of ridiculous. I'll go ahead and call you stupid if you do it. I, right here. Yeah. My name is Khalil Tomlin. I'll give you my address if you want. You can pull up. You're stupid if you base any of your decisions on the Zodiac, whether it be the traditional Zodiac, yeah. the Chinese Zodiac, whatever the fuck the Mayans did on that calendar. <laughs> if you base your life on that, you're a stupid piece of shit. You're part of the problem. You're why we're failing as a society, and I hate you. Yeah. No, I agree. I think... Uh well, the funny thing is, is like I've heard a lot of numerology type people be like, oh, some of it's this or that. I've always always into archetypes and stuff. Numerology, so, is, that's even lower than fucking astrology with me. If a bitch starts talking about numbers, I can't wait for the Capricorn chick to come back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no what I'm saying is all that stuff, I think, is whatever is going on with it. Uh, I'll put it this way. I don't think uh, even the real versions of these things can like they, they totally predict you or control your destiny, which is kind of the belief. Um and, you know, even biblical stuff is like astrology is like one of the forbidden things. I think there's a, a reason. It's it's like uh, most of the things in my view when I study religious stuff, I realize like, oh, it's 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 saying don't do that because it, it leads to madness. It leads to bad health. Like a lot of the shit was just like, hey, take a shit outside of camp. Yeah, it was, if you're women's PMSing, send her to the woods. I'm like, hey, let's bring is, that back. If that okay. chick is bleeding, um, send that chick away. Here's the trick. If she starts bleeding every month, all the chicks around her start bleeding at the same time. You can send them all away at the same Dude, I have a, a buddy who's a... It's like heaven. He's a Native American, <laughs> but he looked like a white man to me. I, yeah. To quote Donald Trump, you don't look like no Indian I've ever seen. But <laughs> there's a lot of that. And, and I heard that that came... White guys started claiming Indian when the government actually said in the 1800s, hey, man, we, we really fucked up. We got to get the Indian stuff. So every time they actually started giving away anything that was a benefit to Indians... It was like to John Wayne. <laughs> there was a line of fucking hondos showing up 
And all of a sudden they're, oh, he's half Cherokee. No, yeah. he's not. That's a white man. His hair is blonde. His eyes are blue. He's not half anything from here. Yeah. And here's the funniest part is more than likely those were like the the way we know what we know and what we're taught of of the native tribes that were here is so not true at all. Mm-hmm. Like these these weren't people that were foreign to people from Europe at all. There was the Tartarian Empire had made it to North America. Those buildings and all those fucking star islands and star mm-hmm. fucking planets, that shit's old and it's been here. So the natives came across that shit. The natives interacted with them. The natives changed. They wore clothes and pants and all that shit. They want to make it out like in 1619, white man. In 1619, whitey showed up and it was just a bunch of naked red people running around. Yeah, yeah. And that's just but the- that was the British philosophy in their schools for so long, yeah. you know? Um, we came and saved yeah. the, the primitive man. That shit right. wasn't true. These people were so far from primitive. It's early propaganda. They were, yeah. Form. They were so far. You figure, we know how propaganda works. So if we just look at the stuff we were taught about the Indians, you figure everything's amplified over time. You figure that's complete and total bullshit. Well, it's weird because there's some people who are like, oh, all the Native Americans were peace-loving and they just smoked you know, weed all day and you know, commune with nature. That also didn't happen. What people don't understand is like, or, or think of when they think of these things, is like there's many different tribes, many different things going on. I think like kind of what you're talking about. I think there was probably like, yeah, the advanced architecture, Tartaria shit. Then there's Native Americans over here. Uh, there's different tribes who do different things. Some tribes are very into very dark, patently evil stuff like cannibalism or whatever. And other tribes are like, oh, no, you know, it's the great spirit. So yeah. that's what people have to understand is like we love to look at – even me with like dark stuff. It's easy to go, oh, see, and then they did this and this. And then you cut out all the good and vice versa. You know, you cut out all the bad or whatever. Um, it's tough because you can't really treat – you can't really teach people like, okay, this is the truth. Remember it and that's it. You have to teach people – uh, how to think, not what to think, right? Like, yeah. that's the only thing you can do to empower people yeah. um, and to just know that, hey, we're also at war. Like, literally, no, it's quite literally, like, whatever the matrix is, society, it's at war with you. Like, uh, I saw somebody meme it where it's like, uh, it's not red versus blue, it's the state versus you. Like, that's what the system is. It is. And so because when people realize that, that's when we become empowered. And that know? goes back to what the video, the whole topic of this podcast was the video we watched at the beginning. Right. Was homeless guy at the Renfest. Yeah, yep. was that the division is artificial. The red and blue, the donkey and the elephant, it's all artificial because they're both assholes. The man. people at the top of that food chain are all in bed with each other. Sometimes literally. Yeah. But they're all together and the cabal exists. People like the Clintons and the Bidens, they're part of it. If you don't understand that you need to stop getting your news from Rachel Maddow, or as I call her, Chandler Bing. <laughs> you need to stop getting your news from this fucking jackbooted Nazi dyke who's telling you to fucking uh, stop talking to family members who don't get the vaccine. A chick. That was the most evil type of shit they a, did. I a think, friend of the that, show. That a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. I was talking to last night, and she's vaccinated, mm-hmm. but but basically only because like. She's a good citizen and follows. She does what yeah. Big Brother says. I do whatever Klaus Schwab yeah, says. And she and doesn't question. So she got the vaccine, and I was saying how I was an anti-vaxer, and the the, the young lady she was with mm-hmm. was agreeing with me, also anti-vaxer. Mm-hmm. She goes, "You're bitching about a vaccine, like you snort coke and shag people without condoms. Why do you care?" About- <laughs> And that should tell you how bad the vaccine is. Just that, yeah. You know? <laughs> just that, I would rather shag. 
ain't shag. I'd rather shag a very yeah, baby, yeah. a very questionable Brazilian woman who may or may not have an Adam's apple with no condom. <laughs> Before I take that fucking vaccine. Hey, it was dark. It was late. We all had a few. You hey, know. man. She looked, <laughs> hey, she looked like a girl to me. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, I'd rather go out like that than take that fucking shot. Yeah. I, and I don't care. And it has nothing to do with how many people died or who's sick of it or these people are saying, oh, it was all a setup or mm. it's dead. I don't care what's in it. I don't care who's getting sick or not. It was the fact that it came up too quickly and that that's just not the way. See, my generation is the first year. Um, my parents wasn't. The stuff they were taught in school wasn't this. But part of the things that I learned between school and popular culture and TV and science was that virology works a certain way. And everything they were telling me every day went against everything I'd been taught already. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like terrain theory, germ theory. I yeah. get everything from you. If you give me my info, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I learned it and I live by it. And now you're giving me opposing info, mm-hmm. but you're not giving me an explanation to it. And you're leaving out key facts. And you're leaving out key you know? facts. Yeah. I should question it. Everybody who said, oh, like my kid brother's the, my kid brother's different though. He'll tell you, man, just quit fucking around, get the vaccine. Because he's one of those guys that's like, hey man, if the vaccine's going to kill me, I want to kill you too. So that's that's why he's like, hey man, quit being a bitch and get the vaccine. But other people genuinely believed you don't care about your family and the elderly people around because you don't get the vaccine. And I keep saying like, that's not how virology works. And then people it's are not laughing. how science works. I'm and sorry. People it, are it, laughing it, at me because I'm, yeah. I'm a high school dropout and I use the word virology. So they're trying to put me down as if they had like this super high level of education. But the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is that's not how virology works. That's not how viruses work. That's not how uh, nothing about the nothing about the side effects or the effects in general of the vaccines qualify them to be called a vaccine. There's nothing about it. See, anything I give you it's and, a therapeutic and right? you're still yeah. getting it and you're still passing it on, mm-hmm. that's not a vaccine at all. And anybody that can't see that is stupid. You're why we're failing as a society and I lowball hate you. Well, I don't even think it's stupid people. I think it's people that truly I've known some really really close friends of mine. They really are like um Certain industries promote this, right, where it's like it's like an internal philosophy that never has to be spoken. Mm-hmm. And then when you speak against it, it's like, well, obviously that's not true because they're in this incubated thing. That's the problem with people who spend so much time at school if or that think that true. it's uh, or, or even being taught a science that is useful in a certain industry. It doesn't mean you know everything. Right. Yeah. Like medical doctors are a great example. It's like oh, yeah. they know how to prescribe pills from big pharma. And even recently when I had my last bout with COVID, dude, vitamin C. I mean, I'm not saying this is the cure or whatever, but as far as symptoms and like getting back off the cliff, cliff without C, zinc, vitamin D, I probably, who knows, I might have gotten it, hospital. Like, it was bad. It was the, bad. It's the coronavirus. Um, the word is written on the back of the Lysol cans. It's been there for 15, 20 years. It's it's like a flu type of shit. Cold flu, it's in that family. It's in the cold flu virus type families. It's not... I mean, it's mutated, it's I think, for sure. It's not fucking you know? smallpox. Um, it's not wiping out no, the native no. fucking population. No. There's nothing about that is true. Nothing. Nobody who got the shot didn't die of COVID because they got the shot. Mm-hmm. I promise you, if you got the shot, you're not still alive because you got the shot. You're still alive because you didn't get the shot, the bad shot with the fucked up blood clot shit in. That's all because I think they had different batches and some people. Oh, there's been tons of nurse videos where they're like, see, they're like different. uh, One's placebo, one's this, and then one's like the real deal. And and because because they were experimenting, and when you experiment, there are criterias to criterion of scientific experimentation. There are rules Mm -hmm. to scientific methods. It's called scientific method, and the only way you can have a successful experiment where the or an unsuccessful experiment, or anything that can be considered an experiment, is you have to follow scientific method. 
another thing they taught us. Mm-hmm. They taught it. They engraved it in us. And the people who excelled in science, we never forgot it. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, it went out of the window. It went out of the window altogether. And then we got this fucked up adrenochrome hep C fucking vampire as a president. And Did you see him fall down at the Naval Academy? No, but at this point, it's just like nothing shocks me. It's like, just dude, like, like, you know. like this this fucking guy. <laughs> he could be drooling. Like, uh, and, 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 and I'm not, just like, yeah. Not, not yep. only isn't he a good president, he's not as good a president as the last guy. He's inherently racist. He's a piece of shit. He is the one that they, you know, the way yeah. they built up Trump oh, yeah. to, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. People call Donald Trump racist because CNN and MSNBC make sound bites and they cut off video to make but the truth of the matter is Donald Trump's done more for black people than anybody in the Democratic Party that including the, the anybody in the Clinton family anybody in the Biden and I'm not going to say anybody in the party but anybody who has held high political office in the Democratic Party that is white Donald Trump has done more for black people I want you guys to I hope this fucking goes Donald Trump has done more for individual black people, not like even the black. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is just a down motherfucker, and all black people fuck with Donald Trump until he started running for president. And then the whatever run media told us that we're not supposed to fucking, oh, he's a racist. Oh, he said he's going to put up a wall along the border. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Oh, that's what Obama ran on. People forget so quick. Like, we really oh, have goldfish memory in this country. Obama like, it's crazy. deported more illegal immigrants of Latin descent than. In, in his first four years, and mm-hmm. and then again, in any four year period, then Donald Trump did in four years. Joe Biden in two and a half years, or three years, has already deported more Latin descent immigrants mm-hmm. back then. And all the shit with housing them and separating them from their families, Barack Obama built those cages, and Joe Biden put them in those cages. And they're blaming it all on fucking Donald. They put everything on Donald Trump. The, Donald Trump is the most mentioned white man. In black popular culture, out of anybody, nobody's name and persona is mentioned more in rap music, 80s, 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. all the way up till he fucking ran for president. More, They said his name more than Bill Gates. They said Donald Trump's name in rap songs mm-hmm. in the past 35 years more than they've said any of the people who held the title as the richest man in the world. Because that's what America really idolizes is just a success. He shat on a gold toilet. He's been my hero since 1985, Mm -hmm. and I found out that the man shits on a gold toilet. He backed Jesse Jackson for president. Uh, He's given no interest loans to black business owners. He's, I mean, just like, he don't give a fuck. He's, mm-hmm. he, he's genuinely like a good motherfucker. You can't call him racist. Tell me something that he said or did that was racist. Just say it, and I'll rebut, and we can go from there. But give me something other than just telling me this man is racist, because I'm not. And that brings me to the merch that we pumped earlier in the show, <laughs> our new T-shirt and hat. And this might get us fucked up. It's called, uh, we, we are, we're taking over BLM. Uh, we're actually going to, because you can't, I don't know if you can copyright or trademark an acronym, only the words that the acronym stands for, but I don't know because they made the World Wildlife Federation, you know, they cha- mm-hmm. WWF had to change because of that. So Yeah, I got in trouble for uh, female body inspectors. Apparently you can't me. patent that. But, so. but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. But we're, we're trying to change BLM, the, the, the black lesbian Marxists, who stole all your money? 
uh, because you guys were upset. Now buying mansions. Yeah, yeah, because you guys were upset that a police kneeled on a fucking a dope head that was full of fentanyl and he died. Uh, you guys, you guys basically financed their lifestyle, but because they're poor people, in in lottery fashion, mm-hmm. they've already filed for bankruptcy. They've mm-hmm. lost everything. They bought like thirty. They got ninety million dollars in a year. They invested $35 million into the stock market. So you're just a nigga that watched a lot of movies. You're stupid as fuck. Well, that's the problem is everybody is they believe what they see. They don't go, hey, is this cut in a certain context or what's the situation outside of it? It's all visual and it's emotional for everybody now. Because uh, I remember getting into a fight with my buddy about this where I was like, look, I agree. Like this wasn't it didn't seem to be handled well and this wasn't right. But but. You, uh, you and I both, I think you can tell when something's unfolding in the media after being awake for so long where you're like, regardless of what is bad about the situation, this is obviously like an event. Like this yeah. is controlled. Like, I mean, very controlled. See, that's why I do get into numerology, astrology, not where it's true or whatever, but the, the cult, the cabal, it's whatever you call signal. it. Yeah, it's a little sign. It's because they can't right. say, hey, we go. We just we did this. It's like the eclipse. Yeah, yeah. You're not making the eclipse. The eclipse is the sign to jump yeah. off. It's like All leaving right, the yeah. Joker calling card, you know, and the, the rose or the yeah. little joker card you, you, fucker, know, you so. just did me you just got um, me on something else but i was i was <laughs> i was promoting our new t-shirt sorry. line and our new hat line That's right. t-shirts hats hoodies uh onesies for kids uh we call it the new blm but we'll put it in writing you can barely see in very small where it says the new blm and we are the uh, uh black lives maga black lives maga there black lives maga there you go uh if we can get like any props from president trump <laughs> that'd be awesome but black lives maga and we're gonna rock it and if he'll rock it that'd be the shit um it is not and I, like i said i don't want to get su- super mm-hmm. um i don't want to put myself but but i am i consider myself a conservative person i don't want to ascribe to any political party i think they're both corrupt and they're, yeah, they're both no. the same group of people like the videos is. yeah yeah no i'm in the same but boat. i am on um, the conservative side of the mm-hmm the line and i think that yeah. most black people are and what's weird is that they all are told to vote liberally or they're not black the it's the weirdest thing it. it's the weirdest thing well it's yeah i know dude i couldn't when he said that i was like oh he's hey, done like vote, he's done so many things where i'm like Trump, he's done you know yeah you yeah. ain't black um but but i, I agree with you i've uh, you know i definitely have more conservative leaning anytime it didn't matter if we were talking politics or whatever people always just also i think it's my vibe people do a lot of ju- oh you're this race this is your bill this is what you look like this is who you remind me of so people especially in la I, by the way i do find la to be the most racist city i've ever been in my life by the way i don't mean everybody but when you're in cities where there's like you know you have tons of people living on top of each other you know tons of different groups new york probably has similar things where it's like garland yeah. texas but go ahead well, I haven't, been, I haven't been to Garland, the to be fair. Place on the well, Go ahead. what I mean by that is, like, there's no, like, daily, like, people who are, like, uh, like, if you have a family, right? Like, I remember, like, the BLM line, you know, they were doing the march or whatever, and uh, I'm, I'm filling up gas, and there was uh, this uh, this Mexican guy comes up to me after uh, out of nowhere, which, in L.A., it's weird when you have a stranger come up to you, you're like, oh, is everything cool? Because nobody speaks to anybody. Yeah, but he, he was like, I realized almost the instant, I was like, oh, he's just like a family man, he works construction, he's like, man, can you believe this shit? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? And it was like, so that's where people come together, right? I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to start a race war here. No, but my point is with LA is like, like I've been in, in, in certain instances where people go, like it's a perceived slight or whatever, and then they're immediately like, oh, like it gets racial or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you, got, you know, let's at least shoot for the, you know, yeah. camaraderie. Yeah, let's <laughs> hope that he didn't mean it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I get it. There's a lot of like, you know, you're, you know, there's traffic, there's bad energy, but, but that's the kind of shit where I'm just like, 
you know, it's not that, you know, rural areas don't also have that in some places, but people, I think, Americans forget, like, we're all growing up with entertainment and stuff like that. Like, the average person isn't really, that's my view anyway. I don't think the average person is racist or whatever. The average person is just like, okay, this is my world. How do I get a job and pay? For, you know what I mean? That's the average person. Especially when I met this guy, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's, that's the, and it's funny because that's what gets called conservative, but it's not, it's just people with common sense who actually show up to work and pay their bills. You know what I mean? Because I'm not a Republican guy. I'm not think, a Democrat or Republican guy. I'm, I'm a I'm not either. I'm common just, sense, yeah. what makes sense person. That's but some it, people you know? think the common sense is that, you know, you can be a girl if you feel yeah. like a girl and all that shit. It, 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 you know, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. But yeah, but don't forget our merch, Black Lives MAGA, hats, t-shirts, hoodies. Uh, 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 fucking beanies, onesies for kids, sex toys for your old lady, <laughs> cock pills, fucking bumper stickers. We got it all, man. That's right. That's weirdman.com. That's you can weirdman. also get weirdman.com. Uh, we're going to have stickers. We're going to have. Uh, uh, net. That's weirdman.com. Don't listen to him. All right. I handle the technical <laughs> shit over here. <laughs> okay. If you need, uh, if you're going to send crypto, send it to me. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't get me started with that. I lost the fucking um, mint with Dogecoin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I fell for that, too. But no, um, I, I won with the first one. It wasn't Doge. What was the first one? It, uh, it was Doge, and then there was one after. It was like, you know, Dogecoin. Was Shiba Inu. Shib, Shib, they Shib, got yeah, me. Yeah. They got they me. Got I me. tweeted about it like an idiot. Here's why. <laughs> I won. I never even tweet. <laughs> I won with the Doge. Like, I had bought Dogecoin. Before the influx, I saw something on YouTube with some weird Scandinavian kid. And I was like, that kid looks like he gets laid a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably got a pretty big dick on him. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so I listened to him. And and, and I and, and it worked out. I forgot all about I was high. I forgot all about what I was doing. And then, like, my, like, I, I, honest to God, it was, like, my 350 bucks turned into, like, $1,900 two grand or something it's not bad i cashed out and i bought some shit and i bought a i bought five hundred dollars with the shib <laughs> tank yeah, yeah, yeah. tanked in any case and it's coming back it's never reached back to where i yeah. bought in and that's why i said oh this is a fugazi it's a for one yeah this is what it's fairy dust that's what it is so <laughs> this doesn't really exist and then i went on this whole tangent about how man i did the research on how to publish mm-hmm. a coin yeah I was gonna buy advertising space mm-hmm. and launch my own fucking meme coin and steal a bunch of people's money. I had the whole idea laid out. I said, you know, I'm the guy who'll get there just in time. Where like the the uh, what is it, the SBC? Is that them? The the who's the who's securities the and uh, yeah. exchange commission? Yeah, yeah. SEC. SEC. Yeah. It was toward SB. What the fuck was that? Well, they can get involved, and I'll be the first nigga ever to go to jail. Like I know this girl, and she's dating the only nigga in California that went to jail for PPP fraud. <laughs> Everybody did it. Everybody bought a yeah. bunch of shit. She's like in love with this dude, and he's the only nigga in Cali. He's from L.A., mm-hmm. east side nigga. He the only nigga in Cali that went to jail for PPP fraud. I know niggas got Lamborghinis, new houses, farms, mm-hmm. uh, cigarette boats. Ain't nobody went down and shit. This nigga went to jail, like jail, jail. Like, he went to like jail, jail. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, to each his own. Yeah. To yeah. each his own, I guess. I'm too old. Once you reach a woman, especially a minority woman, this goes out to the minority women. Once you reach 30, you're too old to date any man that goes to jail regularly. Anything can happen in anybody's life. Shit happens, you go to jail. Well, if you're going to jail regularly. If this guy (laughs) has gone to jail, 
three times or more in the past five years. This isn't someone you should be dating if you're over yeah. 30 because you're an adult. Yeah. You're an adult, and it's just ridiculous. It's just – and I, I'm not trying to put nobody down, but it's – she's going to know I'm talking about her. See, she doesn't <laughs> answer me back when, when I text her, when I hit her up, but she's she's for sure knows I'm talking about her. Yeah. And she's going to talk some shit now. Uh, this was a bait, actually. I'm, oh, I'm gotcha, baiting her gotcha. up because I've been hitting her up. It's like, bitch, you ain't, ain't going to answer back. All right, bet. I'm going to talk about you on the podcast. That's how I do. <laughs> That's how I do with everybody. Like, if you don't answer my messages yeah. – I'll just discuss our conversations or what my problems are with you in public. Here's, I, here's what you should tell your mother, okay? <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a platform and you don't. So you can get mad and you can curse me out, and it's fine. You can talk about my mama and talk about how you, hey, talk about my dick. You can do whatever you want to do. But next week I'll be talking about you again on Rockfin. So try it if you want. Rockfin, give a shout-out to Rockfin. Oh, that's right. Rockfin, Big thank you again for, for – oh, yeah, Rockfin. absolutely. Rockfin. Rockfin.com Rockfin. slash that's weird, man. I worked out um, today. I feel vigorous. I know. I'm starting to – I'm taking a lot of creatine. i got <laughs> to balance out the podcast here, okay? I'm, like, doing lines of creatine. <laughs> lines of creatine. <laughs> Just put sticking a handful of uh, green tea leaves up my ass. I'm like, is it working yet? <laughs> I love the fact that we're completely in charge of this and we can edit around some of our – Oh, for sure. For <laughs> but sure. we haven't gone off for real. Yeah. We haven't gone off rail today bad at all. A little bit, but we've come back. We, we, we keep coming no, we back. We keep so. coming back. Sometimes we don't. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. the tangent turns into a separate tangent. Well, let's talk about the the, the whole red pill movement, right? Because that became a conservative, uh, from the liberal media's perspective, that it. became like a, cons- oh, you're red pill. Red pill was beautiful because when I found it, I was like, and the people who were talking about red pill, it was about uh, waking up about the lives of society, looking past the binary, and somehow... Like what they did with the word woke, they bring it back into their fold and go, oh, red pill means, oh, you're a conspiracy, crazy, yeah, racist it, person. It a you're a bigot. You know, yeah, you're, they you know made it I mean? a matrix reference. It's fucking crazy, man. You know, well, I wanted to do a whole bit about, uh, uh, you know, like Klaus Schwab telling you why the red pill's bad. And he's like, the red pill, it makes you think things that you uh, are dangerous for the, for the hive mind societies. And the blue pill, you know, there are some side effects. You know, uh, you might be a little depressed and bored, and, uh, but you will be a perfect cog in the system. You know, see, the matrix cannot be explained. It must be experienced. And so we are going to experience it today together. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm working on that. It can't be taught. But, uh, it can only be learned. That's right. It's awesome. No, man, that's good shit. I, I, uh, the red pill thing, my when whenever you say red pill, I immediately start thinking uh, Pearl and fucking uh, those, yeah. I mean those fresh and fit idiots. I don't dislike Pearl, but she. I love Pearl. She's. A, I'll fight you. No, I'll fight you right now, Pearl. I'll fight him for you. I'll fight you right now, Pearl. I want to be clear. Giant he, redheaded, freckle faced white woman. He, he's framing this in a bad way. I'm not saying I dislike you. Awesome babies with that chick. Get the fuck out of here. I'll kick your ass about Pearl. All right, I touched a. All right, we'll we'll move on. You know, you know, King Kong went big about that white woman. Don't fuck with me about no white women, man. I will fuck shit up. Pearl, we love you. We'd love here. to have you on the podcast. I'll tear all this shit up in here. <laughs> I'll destroy the fucking set. I don't I'll tear care. All this shit up. I go fucking. I go to who in this bitch. I will start tearing shit up. All right. No, but uh, there's my guy Tate, and then I hear a bunch of different stuff about like yeah, Tate's out of jail. I hear mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff about why Tate actually got taken down, and and I, if it's true, that guy's got balls, like he's got balls on him. But everybody has a breaking point. Sure. And, and there are people that are so powerful that they could just walk into a room and take us out of it and put us somewhere forever, and. There's nothing we can do about it. And not only that, it's like you say, fuck, I did 10 years in the joint. I could sit in the box all day. But 
then they'll kill you. Then they'll give you fucking cancer with the water. Well, you can either die of thirst or the water will give you cancer. Like, they do shit like that. Yep. So he knows now. I, the theory I heard about Tate was that Tate and his brother have amassed a fortune right around four or $500 million. I didn't know it was that much. Fuck. Yeah. And that with that money that they have, even if it's less than that, everything they have, you know, everything, you know, network. So basically they were going to start their own bank in opposition of the World Bank. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> That's all it takes. That shit got Kennedy killed. It got fucking Abraham Lincoln killed. It got them killed in the same fashion. Yeah. So so apparently that was really the move because he did a bunch of videos right before he disappeared about the dollar. Mm. The dollar's collapsing. This, 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 this. He did a bunch of shit on that. And I think they used the Thurnberg th- shit as a... They, they blew that up mm-hmm. to be like... Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. And they were going to fuck this guy. Because it was really about, when you can't fuck with money. And the truth of the matter is, I don't think I have a big enough audience for somebody to do something to me about this. But the truth of the matter is that every community, we can break it down into neighborhoods. Every neighborhood, every community, every township, every city, they can form their own bank, Mm -hmm. their own savings and loan. The same way George Bailey had on fucking uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. It's literally like it's a savings and loan. All you people bring your money in here, and basically what we do is with the money you give us, we loan money to members of the bank when they need it. Mm-hmm. And then the interest they pay back goes into your account. So you can keep it there and save it and grow interest. You can join and get a loan when you need it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You don't need to be able to print money. You don't need to be able to do any of that. And that's the way banking was until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And until the, the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve shit. and the World Bank Organization is Gosh. literally the head of the snake. Everything in the cabal wiggles after the World Bank Organization. Mm-hmm. Every decision is made in its so best IMF, interest. Right, the International Monetary, Monetary Fund. Fund. Yeah. It's all made in the best interest of the IMF and the fucking World Bank Organization. Everything. Every war yeah. fought. Every Every bullet by every fucking rifle I, fire. I every... think even big films that get greenlit, because you could start seeing that, especially in uh, one of those Tom Cruise movies, Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh shit, they're like putting this in the movie now. Like stuff where like, you couldn't put this in the movie 10 years ago, because once it's not an active war or an active psyop, yeah. oh yeah, throw, give it to Hollywood, you know, or whatever. It's crazy, you know? Absolutely. So basically it goes like this. If you think, at it, think about it like this, the, the Federal Reserve note, a, a dollar bill in your pocket, is basically an IOU. Yeah. That's all it is. So it would behoove them for there to be an emergency where the government says, don't worry, everybody, we foot the bill because the government owes them. Mm. Yeah. So Pfizer's never gone over $10 billion a year ever in the history of their company. That's they right. Made, and they made $100 billion. Mm-hmm. They made $100 billion. And that's just Pfizer. We're not counting Moderna. We're not counting Johnson & Johnson and Fi- whatever the fuck else, right? All of these people... When it, if it cracked me up, anybody was so stupid to say, oh, the shot is free. No, it's not. The shot isn't free. The government paid for the shot, and now the taxpayers are going to pay it back. 
that's what I was going to say just real quick about the shot, by the way, because I I'm uh, policy wise, I would love to support RFK Jr. <coughs> I just don't so think loud. he would win. It's his voice. Um, yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, and, and I think for both of us, like we have we have a couple criticisms, no, obviously. Of, talks uh, like this could ever yeah, be yeah, elected yeah. president. I, I knew a nigga. But did you hear what he said? Street dude? Talk like this. Yeah. His mama ran off and his daddy <laughs> stole the TV. You can't elect no nigga the president to talk like this. How a motherfucker gonna be in the White House talking like this? Saying Vladimir Putin, oh you can't be doing that shit. You doing Putin? I'm Telling you, this shit is stupid. You can't elect a motherfucker that talks like that. Other than that, he's awesome. He just did black RFK Jr. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Dude, that was, RFK. That was the best. I'm sorry, that was the best. Um, so what I was going to say was people always want to make it like, oh, you're anti-vax, you're pro-vax. Even RFK Jr., the leader of this stuff, is is he always gets characterized as anti-vax. He's not anti-vax across the board. He's going, hey, uh, a lot of these vaccines, it went from three when I was a kid to like 72 now. Uh, we, we vaccine way more in America than almost anywhere else in the Western world. And the fact that the fucking COVID vaccine is actually physically hurting people and there's evidence of it. And it's experimental and there's no, uh, what do you call that when it's experimental and you can't, uh, basically you can't sue over you it if you have, if you, have you know, over because damages. Because the fine you know? print, that's, and that's why a certain percentage of them you were saying earlier, yeah. where they had to do this is this, this is this, this is a placebo because yeah. that's how... Um, you get more people to do it, right? Because well, well, some how, people don't have bad well, side effects. That's how experimental then, you know? drugs are run, is there yeah. has to be a blind test with a placebo and a, sure. and a control. Absolutely. That's how, Absolutely. again, scientific method. Yeah. See, they, all the stuff they taught us, we could use it against them. It's like teaching the slaves how to read with the Bible and the whole shit. Any, no, no. <laughs> logic and common sense is the death of all this. That's why people go. Cause Reason I, will prevail. Exactly. Because because <laughs> I would I would talk about stuff, because I never come at stuff going like, well, here's why you should join the GOP. You know what I mean? People no, always no. think in those kinds no. of terms. I'm like, no, no, no. Here's why it's all bullshit and it's all nonsense because i used to have friends where they're like hey we agree on a lot but but you just seem too conservative man i'm like dude you will support the democratic nominee and the democratic talking point and the democratic thing cnn saying every week of every conversation we ever talk yeah. and you say i'm the one who's hypnotized and, and I'm like, i don't even watch the i hate right. most politicians i don't even like, watch the news from the right you live off the news from the left i don't even watch the everybody that no I the right just telling me stuff i already know yeah, so every, i'm like cool everybody you know? yeah. that's left-leaning that i disagree with they immediately start talking about oh fox news and tucker Carl. i don't watch any of that shit. No, no. i do i am a, uh, a professional admirer of Tucker Carlson. I think he's awesome. I think he's one of those guys who's willing to step yeah. out of the box. I don't he's so awesome, I'm afraid he's a psyop, man. He's that awesome. Well that was my that was that's been my thoughts about Trump too, where I'm like he's done certain things where I'm like, you know, I still think he's the best chance for America. I haven't changed my mind in that point. Um, from like a strategy and factoring everything in because people once again go, oh, you like it because he's racist. I'm like, well, that's part of it, but no. I like a good bigot in yeah, jail. Yeah, you know, you have Look, to, I don't know nothing. You need an asshole in that, bro, in, the, in, the, in the Oval Office, let's be honest. I don't know nothing like until a white man tells me. So, I mean, I need a good bigot in jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the white people need a white person to tell them what to do, too. You know, That's, so that's you... the problem. The whole system's like that. It's Everybody's waiting going like, well, what's, what's what do I... Nobody goes like, hey, well, except for people like us where we're like, well, let's at least try to put the dominoes together. Like, I like to understand... I can't say I know something until I know how the sausage gets made. For you know sure. what I mean? And that's when I go, like, people who are very... Especially in the modern media culture, it's all about, ooh, you have the hot take, you have the emotional reaction. Uh, I think we can do hot takes and, and stuff like that too, but it's not about, oh, we're just trying to be shocking. It's about we're just being honest. And if that happens to be a hot take, so be it. It blows up. We get a viral moment. Cool. Um, but it's it's about shooting for honesty. I think, honestly, especially with podcasting, people are craving, once again, you know, like what we're doing, just honest conversations and just not having to filter out 
the bullshit of the world mm-hmm. being acting like, oh, it's, society isn't falling apart. It's like, yes, it fucking is. And we can talk about it. We can have a laugh about it. You know, it's important. I, the, the biggest thing I like about having a platform is that there's so much stuff that we see every day on the internet or wherever we and we go how come nobody's covering this what's the what's the motivation behind not one news outlet covering this exactly and so i want to be able to be like hey like i never used to like i read a lot of shit and i learned a lot of shit but all of it was kind of theoretical mm-hmm. i learned about the bilderberg group and all that shit mm-hmm. years ago and i'm like okay and so i know the name of it i know what they claim to be about I see the old the Morlock pictures and all that, but that's the other shit. But then it's like with the Bilderberg group. All of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, okay, the Bilderberg group, but I'm black, and I was ignorant, so I drank the Obama Kool Aid early on. I've always been conservative. That was the biggest psyop I'm on always, everybody. I've always, the way. Yeah, oh, dude, his yeah. wife has a dick. Their kids were made in a lab. Uh, his his. His adopted father was one of the richest men in the world, fucking Lolo Sotoro. He did adopt him. The kid grew up as Barry Sotoro all the way through school. He has uh, a British passport. He has a British passport. I'm going to say it again. His wife has a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, like, everything with him being president, like, as a child, he grew up in the company of the Bush family. Like, Well, he's th- connected to all the WikiLeaks stuff. The, yeah. The Clinton Foundation. Yeah, the man. The pizza place that's like, oh, this was bullshit Pizzagate. No, it wasn't. It was real. Bro, that was all a cover-up. Fuck bro, you guys. Bro, once... Can I tell you something, man? Look. And this is no judgment against anybody. And everybody has oh, the right... Oh, I judge the Satanists e- for everybody, sure. Everybody... Well, everybody <laughs> has the right to live without hurting anybody else. Yeah. However they want. And to, to the fullest and be happy. Sure. And in that vein, anybody who might not feel like they're supposed to be in the body they're in or whatever, I got, hey, man, do do whatever makes you happy. Do do whatever makes you happy and you're not a bad person and nobody can villainize you to me. Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. the kind of people that matter because I'm the motherfucker that's going to stand up for you and help you if something goes bad. No, I'm the same but way. But yeah. lying about your wife being a woman Right. A big deal. Yeah. And then actually all the different videos and and shit that went viral and shit on Ellen, but all these women who went on these workout plans because they wanted their arms to look like Michelle Obama's in the dress. And I'm like, that bitch got back arm. Like she had a little horseshoe. Like I worked hard to make my arms get big. Like that I'm like, that's just a that's just a big black dude. It really rubs me the wrong way when uh because I've had this in real life too where it's like you know girls do this a lot where it's like oh you're so pretty you're so pretty and you're just like can we cut the bullet like we don't have to be mean but can we not be this fake like oh you look great when you really don't even if she was a woman you know what I mean like you wouldn't look good for a woman that reminds me (laughs) I was was at a titty bar once I think Lo might have been with me And, and, and this was years ago and we're in there and this chick She's got all this like ridiculous. She was in the early wave of the Kardashian ridiculousness, mm-hmm. and this really, really pretty Latin girl. You could tell like her ID picture was the only real picture of her she had left. Oh shit! Okay, she was so pretty. Yeah, she was pretty. Mm-hmm. This girl got the big fake lips, cut her nose, was Botoxed in the face. Yeah, she got giant implants, like cartoonishly. Mm. Uh, novelty size yeah, tits. Yeah, yeah. I always call those novelty, novelty size. <laughs> and then she got the she got her waist sucked in, yeah. two ribs at the bottom removed, so her shit tapered in even smaller, and got a giant fake ass. Oh, I thought she got a rib rib yeah. remo- removed so she could suck her own dick for a minute. <laughs> well, I don't, but she was in the club and and 
there's always a certain time of night and certain strippers you're around when cocaine comes out. So now these chicks are doing, they're not just drinking, now they're doing coke. Right, right. And so the chick with the body, fake body, she starts just crying to the other girl. And to there was a girl in our party. There was a girl with us. One, somebody brought yeah, a girl yeah. with us. And she goes, I hate myself. I look like a monster. And the other girl goes, no, you don't. You look so good. And I'm saying to myself, no, she looks like a monster. She should follow her first fucking mind. She, she literally fucked herself up. And the fact that there's doctors that'll do that to a woman is just, there are so many girls, not in real life. There's a, quite a few in real life, but more on social media. You know, they, they have a way to focus it at you. But mm -hmm. there's so many average girls with average jobs and average lives and low income that have a lot of plastic surgery. I went into the Home Depot on Sunset. There's a Latin girl in there that got the full Monty, for lack of a better word, and she was really pretty. And I saw her when she was in there. She was getting trained, mm -hmm. and I walked by. I was minding my own business. I'm not like trying to pick up chicks. I'm not even tripping. And I and I go, uh, you're not going to be working here real long. Mm. And I started laughing. It was a brother cutting keys. He said, why are you saying that to her? I said, man, look at her, man. We in fucking, we're on Sunset. I just pulled up in a Maserati. Some nigga in a, some rich motherfucker's going to pull up in here and tell her, you ain't got to work at Home Depot no more, baby. That's, yeah. that's coming. Oh, yeah. That's what, it's, that's what it's all about being a woman. The best you can get being a good looking man is just pussy thrown at you sometimes. But mm -hmm. nobody's going to take you off and give you a better life yeah you still gotta have money and sh i mean maybe oh, no. if you fall into acting there's a, some there's the yeah, brad pitt popularity stories will but do that's it. like a what that's the yeah. one percent popularity of will do of it. you don't have yeah. to have money popularity will do it for a man yeah, but yeah. like i'll sit up i'll go on my little runs and i'll fucking get all ripped up and i'll lift weights every day and i'll just stand around walk around with no shirt on and shit and eventually it's always some i do that too but i get different reactions but so. but, but chicks start hitting <laughs> on you but this is a girl wearing fucking work pants and yeah. an orange vest and an orange bib and all this different shit and she was just like she was an L.A. She was an L.A. nine, bro. Mm -hmm. And she works at fucking Home Depot. She's got to be under twenty five. I've seen a couple. It's usually at Starbucks where I'm like, she oh, was thanks. an L.A. You know, nine. Like, she was an L.A. nine, like yeah. a New York nine. Mm -hmm. Like, so she was like a Miami eight because Miami's different, bro. <laughs> oh, Miami's bro, <laughs> no. Like, I went to Miami and Fort Lauderdale and was like, man, if I could like get me a real quick hustle going i just won't leave like it's like that <laughs> but no this chick i was like oh yeah and so i said that the guy was laughing and then when i left i thought about it to myself i said i only said it because it was funny and it came to mind but the truth mm -hmm. is that's the truth rihanna would get as much attention from men if she worked at the drive-thru at mcdonald's chris brown wouldn't you know what Chris yeah. Brown would do? He'd be able to fuck all the chicks that work at McDonald's because he's like over 6'2 and he's light-skinned. So he'd fuck all the chicks at McDonald's. But the bitches pulled up in the drive-thru wouldn't be checking for him. No. But no. Rihanna working in the drive-thru is fucking as many men as she can fuck now. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah. And that's the inequity. That's how it goes. It's just one of those Well, things. women have a good running. Uh, th their run is in the, the younger half of their life, right? M oh, men, man. men, it's usually the later half as far as like once you have yeah. resources and yeah. things like that. Exactly. Um, well, that's why you see so many guys. My my age, I'm fucking 15 years older than you, but guys my age typically are with girls about your age. Yeah, yeah. it's real shit. I don't find that weird, by the way. It's it's funny no. when the tabloids go, oh, Leo. Okay. I married like, a girl, had three yeah. kids with her, your age. My yeah. my best friend married a girl. They have a kid coming now, your yeah. age. Like uh, I know another guy I went to school with. His uh, he's our age. His 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 girl can't be no more than like 30. Like and they're still having. That's just how it go. And he's not successful at all. He's actually the opposite of successful. 
but but it's like it's, it's just it's just it's the way it is. Once mm-hmm. you you kind of reach a certain mindset in life, it matches up with that. It's like that. I'm at my prime, and you're at your prime. Right. But some people Benjamin are, Buttons. Some <laughs> meet in the middle. <laughs> some people. Fuck you, man. I'm done. Let's, let's stop. So definitely check out the website. You know, that's weirdman.com. You get the T-shirts. You get videos. Uh, live events. We got some coming. Uh, definitely want to plug in your uh, plug your drive-in right live now. Live events coming. So yeah. this summer, all summer, every Friday, we'll try to expand to Saturday. Now, now bear in mind, it's a little drive if you're in Angelino. It's about mm-hmm. 45, 50 minutes. But if you're in the Antelope Valley, Apple Valley, any of that shit, you're 20, 30 minutes away. We have a drive-in that we only show. We don't show B movies, but we show cult classics, cult classics, and a lot of shit. It's a it's a great time. There's a we have like real restrooms, running water, electricity. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's not like Porta John shit. <laughs> it, it, it's rural and it's among the Joshua trees. But basically, I own a, I own ranch land, and I decided, hey man, let's 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 build a kick-ass drive-in in homage to yeah. the way I grew up. There's really no drive-ins left. They're starting to come back. And to my knowledge, there are no other black-owned drive-ins anywhere mm-hmm. in the county, perhaps even this state, so the region. So it, w- cool. it would be that one. And um, and it, all the info to it is on the, the website. We're hoping to be ready for Tupac's birthday. falls on a Friday. It's June 16th. So we wanted to do like a Tupac movie marathon, and it's going to be a whole thing. That's what we're, we're shooting for. If we can't, it will for sure be by the end of June, maybe early July, but it'll be a big, huge deal. Go on the website, go on to YouTube, go on Instagram. Let us know if you want uh, tickets. It's basically uh, one ticket per car. You can put as many people in the car as you want, and we'll send you all the rules and stuff. But it's it's an experience. Mm-hmm. It's not just a it's a good time. It's it's basically gonna be a big ass party. It, it'll be really cool. The first round we're giving away twenty five tickets for free. That's twenty five carloads of people. You, your family, your friends, you guys all load in there. I'm not averse to you pulling up in a pickup truck with people in the back. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to host. We're going to have a lot of shit, awesome movies, really good food. We have a little food truck coalition coming, like I said, for the ladies because it matters. We have running water in the restrooms, a little fire pit situation. Like I said, it's among the Joshua trees. It's a little rural, but not if you're from out there. Really good time at That's Weird Ranch, formerly known as Tomlin Ranch, now known as Weird Ranch. It's going to be a big, huge deal, and we want everybody to have fun. So like I said, we're giving away 25 free carloads. For the first weekend uh, uh, that we're open. Sweet. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah. It's going to be a double feature, right? So that'll be it's, fun. It's going to be a minimum double feature. And then when we show the Friday movies, mm-hmm. it's going to be the trilogy. Hell yeah. So it's good. Yeah. that's how it goes. And it'll be on a Friday. I think my birthday falls on a Friday this year in July. So maybe that Friday. Will, but definitely going to have a great time. Uh, a lot of good people. Mm-hmm. Good times. Uh, and my land is actually built on, well, not built, but it's situated on uh, that part of the Mojave Desert is literally a bed of rose quartz. So if you're one of those weird crystal people, you're free to walk away with whatever you pick up, and and maybe there'll be some good vibrations coming out of the ground. Next round, we'll start charging for the crystals. Oh, you're going to pay for the crystals the second round. Yeah, we're going to patch We're going to all put our hands on it, you know, some of the UFOs. Absolutely. So no, no, I think, I think we had an awesome little, uh, so, yeah. little discourse today. Absolutely. I enjoyed it very much. And we stayed on topic about that. Yeah. That's a yeah. first. That's, That's a good. first in us personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay on top. I think we're both like tuning into like 50 channels. So we're like, okay, let's try to keep. It. That's what it is. <laughs> you know? But you know, a little prior proper planning. We got so, it. We yeah, got it. Uh, but the little yeah. the little chocolate gnome from the fucking thing, mm-hmm. he was dead on. He basically gave us a a, a 45 to a minute 15 second synopsis of the teachings of William Cooper. Yeah, I, that's how I took it. Yeah, it's absolutely true. 
uh, believe what you want, but don't believe everything, please. Yeah. Well, and don't take our word for it. You know, the shows like this, what's beautiful about it is like, it's a show that exposes you to things. You have a good time. It's entertainment. It's comedy. It's also packed full of useful information. Do your own homework. I'm never a guy, and I don't think Khalil is either, where we want to propagandize people. We want to just share what we've learned, and we want to learn too. We're always learning. If you have links, if you have you know, videos, or oh, this is a crazy thing that happened to me, send it in, especially paranormal videos, weird videos. Uh, we'll feature it you know, in the podcast or at least on the channel. Uh, follow us on YouTube.com slash at symbol. That's weirdman1984. Uh, and then my backup at Elsewhere TV. I'm convinced and, uh, now that yeah. we're on the same wavelength because I was just about to say that about sending us videos yeah. in that realm. Please, anything interesting. No guys getting hit in the crotch with the football videos. No, no. Those are awesome. You can send those to my personal direct message. I'll keep all of them. Yeah, yeah. But we still might show them, but, you know. Probably just have them running in the back. Yeah, yeah. But definitely anything that you see as, like, an anomaly, yeah. something UFOs, weird you see, ghosts. UFOs, something you see out in the woods, something you see in the water, please. Your mother-in-law naked. You know? Please send um, it, and like we will dedicate, depending on how interesting it is, a great deal of time on the pod to it. Absolutely. We'll mention you. We'll give you props for taking the video. We'll do shout-outs, all that shit. Yeah. <coughs> all right. We're going to go get drunk. That's right. Because that's what grown men do at this time of day on a Thursday. That's what a professional podcaster does. Okay? Yeah, it's about, so. it's about talking and drinking. It's about time. It's about space. Ain't going to meet time. up Slap your face. Right so. on. Uh, <laughs> so we, didn't, we didn't do a cheers at the oh, no, beginning, but no. here's to those who wish us well, and, and those who don't can go to hell. <laughs> right God on. bless. Slide